no clue where I'm going to figure it out, but it ain't that hard. And up low where the wind is blowing, the whole damn world is my backyard. Last night I slept on the edge of a mountain, tonight I'll sleep on Sunset Strip. Next week it's down on Cocoa Beach, and then back on the road to the roof, 666. I have the sniffles. I don't know why. It's 7.05, Sunday, June 25th, 2023. I am back in Colorado Springs after a whirlwind adventure up to Chicago and then down Route 66 up until, uh, I think, uh, let's see, Amarillo went into New Mexico, but uh, made a detour. Because we had some things to film for this movie uh, up here in Colorado Springs. So I'm back here at Kilroy's, the same place I was the last time. I uh, I don't think I was at, at Kilroy's. Because I've been gone for about a week and a half. And, oh man, I tell you what. It's been a fun trip. I got Vinny Vineyard and his wife Julie. Uh, the, Vinny's the star of this movie that we're filming. And... They have a minivan, just like I do. This is a lot nicer and newer, and um, yeah. And they have the ultimate no-build build in their van. It's uh, a big old air mattress for two of them and all the stuff crammed underneath the air mattress. And I'm going to talk to them a little bit about um, van life and their first taste of it. And it's, uh, you know, I've seen them have a few hardships. I've done my best. I've given them a Jackery, a different power unit. I gave them, I told them about the water pump. I gave them a fan. I gave them all the extra stuff that I have just kind of laying around in the van. Um, stuff I really haven't missed at all. And they're putting it to good use. And where are they? Are they still over? Oh, they're right next to me, actually. Um, but we're, we're parked here in Colorado Springs at Kilroy's Workshop, one of my favorite places. Thanks again, Ron Hardman, for uh, giving us, again, this spot. I've been here for three weeks, about a, almost two weeks ago, and it was great. Wi-Fi, plug into their building, uh, permission, that, that's huge for when you're looking for a place to sleep and, and be for a few weeks or a few days. We've only been here for a couple days. We're leaving today uh, to go ahead to Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, I'm belching in my mouth. That's disgusting. I said Las Vegas, and I intook a lot of air, and it just went, <gasps> uh, yeah. I know. That's not why you hit play. That's not what you came here for. For the, the Living in a Van podcast with your friend, me, Brandon Bishop. Yes, that's not what it is. You don't want to hear me belching in my mouth. That's disgusting. No, you want to talk about living in a freaking van, and I can't even sing that right now. Yes, I did sing that opening song. Um because I, I got I got the sniffles. I got a little bit of a sore throat. I don't know why. It was cold last night. Believe it or not, it is June 25th, and it was chilly on my willy, people. It was so chilly on my willy. Oh, Lord, help me. It was chilly on my willy. Oh, I got the, I got the sore throats. I got the sniffles. What is it going to mean from here on out? Probably nothing. I'll be over it probably within, I'll say, two hours. There'll be no hint of a sniffle. There'll be no whiff of a sore throat. Usually that is cured with uh, coffee. Piping hot, super caffeinated. I'm out of my creamer, my zero sugar Starbucks caramel macchiato creamer. I went to the nearest Target to get some. They were out. Heartbreaking. That's about the most heartbreaking thing that has happened on this road trip so far. This movie, Vinny's Fantastic Rock and Roll Adventure, is coming at you strong real soon. I am so happy with the stuff that we've taken, uh, the footage that we've got so far. I am legitimately thrilled at how good it came out, and I'm excited. 
I made a movie about van life. I'm doing a podcast about van life. I'm making movies about pod about van life. I'm making movies about podcasts. I might do that too. Who knows what I'm gonna do? I like to accomplish everything. I am the king of. I think I'm the jester of small, or I'm the jester of entertainment. Howard Stern can be the king of all entertainment. I'll be the jester. I will jingle my little balls and dance with my cute shoes on and make the world laugh or try to, or maybe not at all. But, but, this van life thing, man. <laughs> I'm going on three months full time and I, it feels like I just left the house and we've done so much in that time. My goodness, down to as soon as I left, I spent two weeks here in Colorado Springs living in a freaking van um, after I got rid of my house. Went down to Taos, saw a mouse. I was wearing my gentleman's blouse. No, then I went down to Phoenix and then, you know, the rest all through uh, California, stayed a week in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, now forgot Vegas, of course, um, which we're going back to tonight. It's an 11 and a half hour drive in this very van with their very van, probably either in front of me, behind me, doesn't matter. And we're going to just have a good time on this trip. I can't wait. I love this trip to Vegas. It's fun. It's beautiful. And uh, we, we should do a trip episode about the trip to Las Vegas, things to do and places to park and how to be a van lifer in Las Vegas. I think that will be next week's topic because I'll be fresh off Vegas again. And then I got to go to Los Angeles to film uh, in, on Sunset Strip. I got to film on Santa Monica Pier. I got to film all kinds of fun, happy horse stuff. And... That's all happening in literally in the next three or four days. But I got to do a van life podcast with for you. For you. Our numbers are going up. We've only done three episodes so far. This is the fourth episode, and our numbers are going through the freaking roof. Yes, that was the roof of my minivan. It's never, it's always within reach. <laughs> it's a very small place. I basically live inside of a refrigerator. And I'm cool with it, man. I'm cool with it. So what did I just recently do? I went up to Chicago uh, for a couple days. We filmed all over there, had Al's hot beef, walked around Wrigley's Field, got to see my friends Cody and Paloma. Paloma was in the movie, filmed at their apartment uh, on the roof with the city skyline of Chicago in the background. Got super stressed. Man! I hate driving in Chicago. As much as I love walking around in Chicago, discovering things, doing things, uh, just, just being in Chicago on foot, love it. As far as driving in Chicago, I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably in the top five most stressed situations. And I was in the Army, okay? Five stressed situations when I was trying to find the beginning sign of Route 66. All we wanted to do was get a quick shot of the beginning sign. This is where Route 66 starts in Chicago. There it is. It's a little sign on a pole. Let's do this. Let's get Vinny walking past that pole, looking at it, having a moment, saying it begins now. This is when it goes on. This is what's going to happen. I'm going down Route 66. I'm going to... Yeah! Wanted that moment in the movie. I don't have it. They shot something on their phones that may work. I'm hoping it does. But right now I don't have the shot that I wanted in my head. And that pisses off a director. And why don't I have that shot? Chicago. Shit. Cago. Shit. Cago. You gotta love shit. Cago. I, there was no place to park. Couldn't pull over. Um... It was just impossible. It was freaking impossible. I would have had to park like a mile away, walk there, took the shot, walked back, and we, you know what? We were done. We wanted to get out of Illinois, but uh, even that, we, you know, when you're going from Chicago to St. Louis, Illinois is a very long state. It is the John Holmes of states, okay? It's huge, it's wide, and it's long, 
And it, uh, but the cool thing is, we took Route 66, went to all the major Route 66 locations, the little cities, the little towns, and uh, filmed that logo probably a thousand times, and just got to see some really, really awesome stuff. And then we were in Missouri, and we filmed some quick stuff here and there, and here and there, and this and that, and and then we uh, filmed at the Uranus Fudge Factory which is one of my favorite places. The best fudge, the best fudge comes from Uranus in Uranus, Missouri. And it's just a little theme roadside attraction. If you know me, I'm a sucker for roadside attractions. I love, love roadside attractions. And that is a really good one. So if you're ever going through Missouri, uh, past between St. Louis and Joplin, you're going to want to make a trip to Uranus. You're going to want to land hard in Uranus and enjoy all the things that are going on inside of Uranus, including the Uranus Fudge Factory. It is wonderful. I love it. Anyway, uh, after that, we uh, filmed a lot of Route 66 stuff. In uh, I mean, we did so much, it's hard to, off the top of my brain, convey to you, the listener, all of the uh, items of which we accomplished. There was a great many. Dare I say, too many. <laughs> and we still skipped a lot of Missouri. Uh, we stopped in Kansas. We uh, did a little stuff there. Did a lot of cool drone footage with the van. Th this van is the star of the movie. Vinny is also the star of the movie. I think you're going to like it, man. And when I'm watching back a lot of the stuff that we film, just kind of like, hey, let's film this. Let's just pull over and film this. Or we're already pulled over. I'm going to get out the camera and film that, blah, 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 blah. It's really touching. The story is this guy loses everything. His girlfriend, he gets kicked out of his house, forced to live into his van. None of us were forced to live in a van, but he was in the movie, and he digs it. Heads down Route 66 to see the, the band that he loved back in the 70s, his favorite band, uh, who's reuniting in Los Angeles. So he heads down Route 66, and that's really the story. And every possible thing that can go wrong goes wrong. It's an insane story. It's a lot of fun. But, yeah, it's really touching. There's a lot of van life elements in there, the loneliness, the trying to keep yourself occupied, the uh, the eating, the... There's a lot of it, and I think if you're if you're listening to this podcast, by all means, you're going to want to watch a movie called Vinny's Fantastic Rock and Roll Adventure. I know you're going to. So towards the end of this year, beginning of next year, you're going to. Simple as that. It'll be on a side TV to start, and then we'll see what we can do with it after that. I know you're going to dig this, baby. I know you're going to dig this. My Lord, I, I just know you're going to dig this. I can reach inside your soul, and I know what you need. You need Vinny's uh, fantastic uh, rock and roll uh, adventure, the movie. Sorry, I get carried away. I have not had coffee yet either. I haven't. I need to make some. Julie over there likes my... Instant Bostella Jet Boil Coffee, even though I'm out of creamer right now, and that really sucks. I, I am, I'm going to go back to that. It sucks. It's the worst part of my life right now is that I don't have creamer in my little Alpacool fridge. I'm really bummed about it. <sighs> Anyways, after that, we like I said, we filmed that little smidget that Kansas uh, has on Route 66. We did something there. We went to Oklahoma. Oh, we actually filmed some stuff at the uh, the giant cross. I'm not a religious guy, but it's a beautiful giant thing. And yeah, we, we filmed there and we stayed the night there. I made uh, some burgers and brats. I made burgers and brats for the vineyard family. And they seemed to like it. I made it on my little Cuisinart grill. If you don't know what the little Cuisinart grill has, like a little cutting board on top. It's about the size of a cooler. It's about the size of a cooler. It's a propane. Uh, you screw the little Coleman bottle in there. And you got fire. And it gets really hot and you can cook burgers and brats for the vineyards. 
So you can invite the vineyards over to your uh, van or your RV, cook them up some burgers and brats, and they'll be happy, just like they were at this big church. And uh, from there, we hit some Texas stuff. Where did we go? Yeah, across the top of Texas is where Route 66 goes. Got to see the Big Texan restaurant, which I have filmed at four different times. Bobby Lee is awesome. Uh, we missed him. He actually, I, I left a message for him. He called me afterwards. We're going to stop back in Amarillo on the way home from LA back to, uh, home, whatever home is where I'm at right now. But, um, home is where you pocket, but the vineyards do have a home and we're going to follow them. I, we, me, I'm going to follow them all the way back to Tennessee. And that's where we're going to finish this movie. Uh, but uh, on the way, we're going to stop back at the Big Tex and probably stay the night there. I was offered a spot at the RV place. I love Bobby. And, um, yeah, have some uh, have some fun time with the owner of the Big Tex. And that guy is amazing. I love that guy. Also, we filmed out at the Cadillac Ranch. Thank you to Jay Massengill and his family, his three amazing kids. I was just thinking, I was driving down the road going, you know what, we got to do something at the Cadillac Ranch, right? Like, I came up with the idea on the spot for uh, Vinny to eat Rocky Mountain Oysters, which are bull testicles at the Big Texan, which is a cute little fun spot. It's a simple little minute thing. Uh, but at the Cadillac Ranch, it's so iconic, and it's so such a fun place to shoot. I've, I've been there a few times. I shot there a couple times. Uh, filmed, not shot people, but, you know, filmed. Um, and it's such a cool place. It's just iconic. And I wanted to do something special. So I thought, and one thing that I've always found unnerving or that I thought might be unnerving, I've never spray painted anything there, but like if you spray painted something that looked really cool and then somebody immediately comes around and spray paints over it. So I, I reached out to my friend Ryan and I said, Hey, I need a family. Uh, and basically, you know, the family paints this. At the, okay, let me back up. The Cadillac Ranch. It's a bunch of Cadillacs stuck into the ground like Stonehenge, basically. Just all in a line. And people just go out there and they spray paint stuff on it. And it's got like six feet of freaking spray paint on it at this point. It's crazy. It's really, it's beautiful, though. And the whole area is spray painted. The road, the dividers, the, the dirt, everything is spray painted. So... We got this family, and, you know, Vinny's out there kind of just discovering it, climbing up on a car and getting some really cool shots and beautiful stuff. And then Vinny starts spray painting on this one Cadillac, and he writes the word Hugs, which is the name of the fictional band that he's going to go see in L.A. And he, um, this little girl comes around, and she was so, so freaking good, just so good. And she comes around and she's like, Daddy, Daddy, he spray painted over our picture. And this guy, Jay, he comes out, his bald, bearded, burly guy, goes, What the hell, man? You, you painted over our family portrait. It's just so stupid. And then he ends up like spray painting sucks on his hug shirt, hug sucks, and body slamming him. Um, <laughs> it was really good, man. It came out so good. The kids were amazing. Um, I love stuff like that. Just coming up with something. Boom. And then making it happen. That is, that is life. That is life for me. That is, I live for that kind of stuff and it happened and it's happened a lot. Um, after that, we headed up to Colorado Springs and we, um, parked here at Kilroy's and it's been a fun little stay. I introduced them to garden of the gods and old Colorado city and Manitou Springs. Uh, it was a Saturday, so it was super freaking packed and annoying, I am not a big fan of packed places when I want to show people something and go out for a walk and, you know, maybe a hike or something to have some fun. And you can't move any direction because people are just ruining it. And I get it. I'm there too. You know what I mean? I'm, it's, 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 it's not them. It's me. Okay. It's, it's not you. It's me. But I think they got the, the gist of Colorado Springs, a place that I lived for 17 years and just recently, three months ago, moved away from, but I keep coming back. Uh, it's a beautiful city, man. And it's kind of fun to rediscover it through the eyes of other people. So I'm uh, pretty big on that. And we're still here. Um, they went off, saw a movie last night, some Asteroid City movie or whatever it's called. I stayed back and got some work done and went through all the footage, organized everything. 
uh, it's, you know, we're together a lot, but, you know, they have their time and I have my time. And if you're traveling with somebody in a van, I'm, I'm, this is my first time. Uh, if you're traveling together and you both have vans, you're sleeping in the vans, you're living in the vans, you're living out of the vans. And I, um, you got to give them their space, whether they're alone, they're a couple, you know what I mean? So when we're working, we're working. When we're hanging out, we're hanging out. And then when they're hanging out, they're hanging out. And I'm in here hanging out. It's, it's fine. It's, you got to give each other space or you'll get sick of each other. And I'm not saying I'm sick of them whatsoever. I love those people. But it's one of those things where if I was, you know, hanging on their every move, then they'd probably get sick of me. Ha! Huh. Anyway. But it's been great. It's been freaking phenomenal. I'm, I've been having so much fun. And I'm really interested um, to find out what they think of living in a van. Like the truth about it. Um, and I'm going to give you my truth of what I think about living in a van. I'm going to give you my top five. Yeah, we're going to do a top five list. It's lazy, but it's, it's marketable. You know what I mean? Top five things I love, top five things I highly dislike. Um, I'll never say hate cause I don't hate anything about it, but highly dislike. Uh, and I'm going to do that before I talk to Vinny because, um, I'm going to save him for the main event. He's main event Vinny Vineyard. That's his new name. Main event Vinny Vineyard. And I really think that, uh, I'm, I'm, I really think he's enjoying it. I really think his wife's enjoying it even more than he is. And I think that this won't be the last time we do this. Pretty much. So, and, and there's a little thing in the back of my head where I'm like, well, crap, we got Vegas, LA, then Route 66 back to, uh, Missouri, and then the Tennessee, and then it's over. And that bums me out a little bit. I'm like, I don't, I kind of don't want them to leave. I'm kind of enjoying having them around, even though sometimes <laughs> the communication skills have left me driving around aimlessly uh, for miles, going, okay, where are we meeting? Like, what are we doing? Where are you? Like, answer your freaking phone. Oh, I turned my phone off. Why? Don't turn your phone off. Jesus, man. I'm trying to see if you want to have breakfast and I can't get a hold of you. But I forgive them. I solemnly forgive them. Love those people. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. And I'm going to start off with things I hate. Start off with the negativity. End with the positivity. Start off with the negativity. End with the positivity. See, my throat's already getting better. Anyway, I'm going to do this uh, top five. Uh, the, the fifth thing will be the worst or the best. Got it? Got it. <laughs> I'm coughing. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I had to sneeze, but I ended up coughing. What the hell happened? I was ready for a sneeze. There's a little sunlight coming through my shade. Hit me in the face. I can see the blue of the sky. I can see the sun and I, I, in, in all its glory. And, and I looked at it and I went, I got to sneeze now. And I paused and I went, <coughs> well, that's weird. That's, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of humanity. I'm the first to ever attempt to sneeze, know you're going to sneeze, feel the tingles of a sneeze, and then just do a little, <coughs> my body's turning against me. It's all downhill from here. Anyways, things I hate. Yes, I'm using the word hate. I'll say severely dislike. How about that? Things I severely dislike about living in a van. Are you ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? Okay. I'm annoying this morning. I'm annoying myself this morning. So I can imagine all of you out there are just like, ah, oh, cringe. Number one. This is the big one. And it's happening right now. No comfortable workspace in a minivan. Right now I'm sitting on the floor of the minivan. I have padded rugs in the minivan one's way up there for some reason i have and i have no idea why um i have a little cushion that i bought like for a lawn chair and it's really kind of nice it's it's not up there now but and it's i call that my couch and it kind of is a couch and it's 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 nice i, I like it i'm sorry I'm moving things around i had to fix that carpet oh that's better but i have to literally sit down turn to the left it's just a turn to the left and I got my left arm on the mattress. My right arm is whatever on the keyboards. The keyboards on <laughs> the laptop that I'm recording in right now. 
And there's like, I have a wire mattress that has wires on the side of it that are poking me in the ribs. I have bruises on my titty. I got bruised titties, people. And it kind of sucks. It really does suck. I miss. When I go to my storage unit here in Colorado Springs, there's a nice chair there. And I have a desk set up just for when I need, when I'm there, if I need to use it. And it's so comfortable. And I miss it. My big, giant desk. Oh, my big, comfortable office chair. I just spent so much money on that thing. And I love it. But... I don't, I, it, it ain't, it ain't going to, it ain't going to be fitting in my van, all right, yo? It won't fit in here. Um, people actually talk like that. Uh, I just, I wish I had something better. I really do, but there's no chance of that. So that's just going to have to come with the next van. And whenever that happens, a year down the road, uh, cool. I'm happy in this van. I love this van. I, I want to stay in this van for a long time uh, because it's easy. Gas is cheaper. It's comfortable. It's I got a wonderful bed in here. I got a fridge, running water, Jackery power units, Road Pro stuff, curtains, fans. I got everything I need to, right here in this van. The lyric is in there in the uh, Living in a Freaking Van song. Uh, I got to put that on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. I just haven't yet. Anyway, um, yeah, no comfortable working space. Like right now, uh, I'm bruising myself up, and it's I edit for hours, TV shows, YouTube shows, podcasts. It's a big pain in the titty, people. It's a big pain in my big titty. My big floppy titty! I hope I don't have big floppy titties. That would really... If somebody came up to me and says, Brandon, you have big floppy titties, I'd be like, God, you dude... You just... <laughs> you just... Ruined my whole week. Probably life. Oh, jeez. Number uh, number four. I guess we're going five, four, three, two, one. Number four. I have not been eating the way I promised myself I would eat. Not eating healthy is number four. I am trying. I'm trying to do the low carb, no sugar thing. But damn it, I just had some toffee coated freaking cashews last night. Like a whole bag of them. I got a bag of chips up there. I don't even like ruffles. They're, they're just, I get a headache when I eat that much salt. I got the sour cream and freaking cheddar ones. I'm not a fan, but it just sounded good, so I bought it at a gas station like an idiot. Like an idiot. But then again, I made fajitas last night, which are, you know, I had low-carb shells and just meat and vegetables, and that's not bad for you. Butter's not bad for you. That's the only thing else that was on there. So I, I do eat good. I eat, you know, I tried, like I said, low-carb stuff, burger patties, steaks, chickens. Like if you go to um, the grocery store, they got the ro rotisserie chickens. They're full of salt, but they're not terrible for you. There's um, there are probably chemicals and stuff in there too, but who knows? Anyway, it's low-carb. It's whatever. And you can go to the deli and get like the little chicken thighs and stuff like that. I do that a lot. I get like brats and Brats aren't great for you, and we're talking a lot of salt, but I'm trying. It's not easy. It's that it's really one of the hardest parts of this is staying healthy. And I I I've sworn off fast food. I do not eat fast food unless it's an emergency. I had Wendy's the other day and I felt horrible about it, even though all I did was eat the meat and cheese and, and some fries. See, it's just ah. And then every day is a special occasion. I celebrate special occasions by eating things happy sad angry glad i eat my problems away i eat to celebrate i eat 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 i don't smoke i never have i don't drink i barely ever have i don't do drugs never have but eating high octane bullshit man i'm uh <laughs> guilty as charged and it's in a lot of ways just as detrimental to your health if not more than some of those hardcore drugs and alcohol that I was just mentioning. Oh, I, I've got to get my shit together. I've got to get into a routine. I've just got to be militant about this. Otherwise, I'm going to die in this van. I don't want to die. I'm feeling good. I, feel, I think I'm looking a little better. I've lost weight. Lost about 20 pounds since I started. And it's, it's going good. It's just not as good as it could be. What did I, what did I eat yesterday? Brandon, what did you eat besides those toffee-coated cashews? The cashew part of it's fine, but all that toffee on top. Um, I, oh, I had the fajitas yesterday. 
And, you know, I make scrambled eggs in my Road Pro oven. I, I do all kinds of, you know, I do eat okay. I probably eat better than most people. But I do eat, we ate at the Big Texan. You know, I had a big old chicken fried chicken. That's right, with gravy all over it. Mashed potatoes and rolls and, man. Oh, I ate at Golden Corral yesterday morning for breakfast. Golden Corral breakfast, by the way. Van lifers, RV dwellers, nomads. Van life breakfast is fantastic. Uh, van life breakfast. Yeah, that is too. Golden Corral breakfast. You can't really mess up breakfast. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not, breakfast is not hard to accomplish, okay? <laughs> and they got like just, it's Golden Corral. They got a buffet of everything for breakfast. Bacon and sausage and eggs and hash browns and cheesy hash browns and biscuits and cornbread and just, uh, everything. And it's just sitting there and you just go there and just grab it out of the pan with your hands and plop it on a big scratched up plastic plate. Grab some orange juice in a plastic cup and just sit down and just, pur just binge and purge and binge and purge and feel like shit afterwards about what you just did to your own body that's what i did yesterday morning but i honestly honestly i just had like a whole lot of scrambled eggs some bacon and sausage and a little bit of cheesy hash browns i did not go crazy um the trick to golden corral i think i said this recently too you get there about 10 o'clock when breakfast is mad eh, you know 9 45 10 o'clock when breakfast is winding down and then they start bringing out the lunch items so you get both so if you're a real fat shit and a real gluttonous bastard like me, then you can, uh, you know, enjoy breakfast and lunch, brunch, right there. You can get all the fixins, as they say in the southern states. All the fixins. What else do they say in the southern states? They say, uh, I like my big truck. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if you're down there. There's some wonderful people in the southern states. I have... Hundreds of friends down there, but there's those people and those other, and these people are everywhere too. They're in Michigan. They're in New York city, in New York city with my big white pickup truck with my flag. It says 45 on it. My let's go Brandon sticker. Yeah, that's right. I got that at a gas station, filled up my tank one in there to get some slim Jims. And, and some uh, uh, Red Bull, no, no, not Red Bull, Monster Energy drink. Yeah, my breakfast. And then I saw it sitting there on, on a shelf. It said, let's go, Brandon. Which, all those stickers are about me. They're all praising me. They're cheering me on. I'm pretty sure that's what that's from. It's not from an extremely political st uh, stupidity type of thing. It's not that at all. It's not from the... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go crazy. It's not from the right-wing uh, morons that uh, are desecrating my name and my son's name. They just have to realize that some of us Brandons can beat your ass. So, you know, wear it at your own peril. Okay, where were we? Uh, number three. This is a personal one because it's. Uh, I'm talking about my van. Two, my two 12-volt plugs in the front have all of a sudden said, you know what? We don't want to work anymore. And I think that giant Iceco fridge was the culprit. Because as soon as I put that thing in there, I kept popping fuses. It was way too big for this van. Way too powerful for this van. It's a great fridge. Iceco's awesome. Uh, that fridge, the VL60 Iceco fridge freezer combo. Oh my goodness. It's great if you have a big ass van with a lot of power. I have a minivan with a shit amount of power. And it trickles just if you plug into the usb that comes with the van it trickles it's like an old man's sad pee uh, which i know all too well it just trickles power into the phone it takes like six hours to charge your phone while you're driving in the van it, it's bullshit that's why i have one two three four jackeries an ice co battery i got a road pro that i'm letting them borrow they got one of my jackeries as well I got all this external power, and I was hoping the van would keep those charged. But no, it's only keeping one of them charged. Great. And I know one of my 1,000 Pro Jackeries is jacked. Uh, it doesn't charge uh, with the van or anything. 
you have to plug it into a wall to get it to charge, which I'm thankfully plugged into Kilroy's right now, so it should be. Let's see. 100%. Oh, yeah, everything's 100% right now. But, um, yeah, my 12 volts are not working, and that is the worst part of my life right now because I need all the power that I can get. I have one 12-volt plug that's working in the back, and it's charging up very, very, very slowly, my uh, other 1,000 Pro Jackery. But other than that, I don't know what to do. They wanted $260 at one place and $190 at another place just to look at the damn thing. Just to go, yep, that's broke. I know it's broke. You don't have to tell me it's broke. Just tell me how to fix it. I'll fix it. Just tell me, is it like fixable? Is it something I can do? That's all I want you to do. And these are friends of mine that own auto repair businesses here in Colorado Springs. So if somebody out there knows how to fix electrical on a van and says, hey, Brandon, bring it by, man. I'll see what's wrong with it. Please. I'll still pay you. If you could fix it, I'll pay you. I'm not going to pay someone to sit there and put, hook up a thing to it and go, oh, yeah, it's broke. F you, con artist trying to milk people for their money. And I get it. You got to keep the lights on. You got to keep the doors open. You got to keep the, the water cool, cool. The water cool? <laughs> the water cooler cool. Sorry, it pisses me off. $260 to freaking hook up a thing to it and an hour later go, yeah, that's a dick. Anyway. That's number three. My 12 volts are shit. My power situation is number three because it's just not good. A uh, couple of days ago before I got the Kilroys, all of my batteries were at zero. Every one of them. And that sucks. That's scary. I have to be able to run this thing at night. My little fan. Otherwise, I have to hear the world and I don't want to hear it. Otherwise, it's been, you know, 80, 90 degrees and... I'll sweat balls. I don't want to sweat balls, and I don't want to hear the world outside. So this right here, both speeds, drowns that out and keeps me nice and cool. I have to be able to use that. If I have dead batteries, I cannot. If I have dead batteries, I cannot charge up the pump on my water bottle, which I have to do every couple months. It's not a big deal, but it's still, I can't work. I can't charge this laptop i can't plug in my external hard drives that have all my stuff on it i i can't do anything without power power now there's been times where i've stopped at a starbucks and just plugged them into the wall said hey do you mind if i plug these in and i stayed there for two hours working on my laptop that's acceptable that's last you know that's, 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 I don't want to do that, okay? <laughs> I hate being in public. I hate being on public Wi-Fi and all that stuff. And thankfully, I'll be spending about a month in Tennessee with the vineyards uh, parked out in front of their house. And I'm uh, excited about that because I'll have Wi-Fi. I'll have a place to plug in and all that good happy horse shit. So uh, it'll kind of be like being here at Kilroy's. And they live on top of a mountain somewhere in Tennessee, I guess. I Whatever, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but on the trip there, my batteries are going to die. I have uh, a Jackery solar panel that's buried in my cargo box. I actually have four of them things for 800 watts of solar. And I've never used them once. I Maybe I should start. I, I don't know if they even work. Uh, I hope they do. I, I, it just seems like a lot of work. I could be wrong. It could be really easy to set up. But I think the main work is getting it out of the cargo box on top. They're buried under grills and tables and tents and chairs. And oh, my, there's everything up there. Okay. Number two, least favorite thing about living in a van. And this is something that's kind of rare for me. But I don't like the feeling of being parked overnight when I don't have... 100% permission. Parking to sleep. That is number two. Um, right now at Kilroy's, I have a place here in Colorado Springs. I can park anytime. I love these people. I love Ron Hardman. He's a great friend. And uh, yeah, I'll be back here in October. So I, it's this is great. I can sleep soundly. Put my window shades in. Put my curtain up in the front. Uh, move my pillows around, put my couch up there, plug everything in, turn the fan on. 
and just sleep without a worry in the world. No one's going to be knocking. Nobody's going to tell me to move. No one's going to do anything. No one's going to run into me. No one's going to break in, uh, most likely. And it's very, very, very good on the nerves. It's very comfortable. And I love that. I need that in my life. When I'm at a Cracker Barrel, and there's no signs that say no overnight parking, if, if, if I'm at a Cracker Barrel, I have that same thing. I'm relatively comfortable. When I'm at Camping World, I'm relatively comfortable. When I'm at all these different places that I'm allowed to be, if I'm at a campground, if I'm on the side of a freaking mountain that says, you know, free land, whatever, I'm comfortable. I love that feeling of comfort. It makes me happy. But... When I'm on the side of a road in Los Angeles, <laughs> a, a residential area right next to a sidewalk, and I got all the window shades in and I laid down, there's a thought in my head that says, Brandon, you're probably going to get a knock tonight, so try to get as much sleep as you can. Or this is a pretty messed up neighborhood, or I don't even know if this is a messed up neighborhood. Could be. I could be sleeping in the ghetto right now. I have no idea. Then I'm... It's not so easy to sleep. It really isn't. I'll stay up all night and kind of every little noise will be like, oh, what was that? What was that? Who's somebody here? And, and it, 99% of the time, it's not going to be anything that pertains to you. It's people living their lives. It's, it has nothing to do with you. It's a car that passes, huh? What, what's that? Yeah, it, it's just how I, me personally, that's how I am. I know some of you van lifers, RV dwellers, nomads can just park and sleep. Done. I'm like, I'm so jealous. I really am. I'm I, not that guy. I have to have uh, permission in place. I have to be in a comfortable, familiar spot uh, for me to be able to do that, just fall right asleep like I did last night. I laid down after it was 1 o'clock in the morning, laid my ash down and said, you know, I'm out, and I was. Um, next thing I know, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> like, okay, perfect. That, I guess that's the amount of sleep that I required last night. Um. But yeah, I, I really don't like not knowing where I'm sleeping. I don't like looking and looking and looking and going to a Walmart and go, oh, there's no overnight parking here. Going to a Home Depot, hey, sir, you can't park here. And then going to a camping world and going, oh, there's no place to park here. And then driving all over town and just, I hate that feeling so freaking much. It is a game. It is kind of exciting. It is part of the deal, but I just don't like it. So I'm trying to, uh, I've got places and friends and, and just, just places to park and sleep all over the country. And I'm very proud of that, uh, that I've amassed such a feast of friends that I can do that. But yeah, when, I, when, I, when I'm in a spot that I don't have friends or I don't have a place or they don't have Cracker Barrel, they don't have this, there's no overnight parking signs and all that stuff, then it sucks. All right, that was number two, right? Yeah. And number one. <laughs> You're not going to like this. Oh, man. Number one thing that I hate the most, I dislike the most about living in a freaking van. Living in a freaking van. Ow. Um, you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean, and I don't mean you. Oh, maybe I do mean you. There's a million yous out there, and, and, is a billion, probably six, seven billion yous out there. Like I was talking earlier, I'm at Garden of the Gods, one of the most beautiful places on earth, especially in, definitely in Colorado. I'm showing my friends around and we're driving two miles an hour up a mountain because it's so packed. There's that you that I don't like. There's the yous that drive like complete and utter assholes. I'm not going to go into last week's show uh, about road raging and stuff or whenever that was, but assholes just assholes on the road if you drive more than 10 over the speed limit when you're not passing somebody or you know whatever when you're around other cars i should say and you're driving over 10 over the speed limit you're an asshole when i accidentally do it and yes i accidentally do it all the time i'll look down and go holy crap i'm doing 95 miles an hour how did that even happen i'm an asshole but I don't let that happen when there's other cars around. I don't swerve in and out and cut people off and ride people's asses thinking you own the fast lane. Listen to last week if you want to get into that conversation. I don't want to do it again. 
but there's use. Those are the use that I really hate. Then there's the use when you do find a place to park and you're like, okay, cool. I'm, this is my home for the night. I'm putting the shades in the windows, putting up the curtain, turning on the fan. I'm grabbing a snack. I'm filling my water bottles. I'm pissing in another bottle. And then someone's like in the parking lot next to you or even a quarter mile away and all you hear is, Somebody thumping shitty rap music or electronic music or whatever garbage, fake bullshit, talentless music. If you're a DJ, you're not a musician, okay? Just want you to know that. And this, when you hit a button and it goes, that doesn't make you a musician either. It doesn't make you even a lover of music. This isn't music. That is push button downloaded, lazy technology making music for you, so... Uh, yeah, if you like that stuff, cool. Don't make me listen to it, especially at two o'clock in the morning. But I, that's also a thing that I had when I had my house, people driving down the street. I hate you people. I just want you to know that I hate you from the pit of my stomach to the subcockles of my heart, from my ankles to my wrist, to the very longest hair I have on the top of my head. I hate you want you to know that you're a disrespectful douchebag if you can see houses and windows and doors there are families behind windows and doors you're the same dipshits that pop off fireworks in residential areas stupid you don't think about other people you only think about yourself i like my music yeah 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 you're an asshole okay but this is a problem not just a van life problem uh, but it is definitely part of the you, the you movement, okay? I hate those people. And the loud cars, again, when did it become like a contest to have the loudest car? In my day, when I was growing up, if your car sounded like a diarrhea fart, it goes for you idiot motorcycle drivers too. If your car sounded like that or your truck, my truck is... You coal-rolling, smoke-blowing douchebags. Every time I see smoke come out the side of a car or one of your shit trucks and blow into the windows of somebody else, let me tell you a story. That happened to me one time. Big white pickup truck, of course, with some white douchebags inside of it just <laughs> looking out the window, making sure the smoke went into my car, which it did. Okay, my son was in a car seat at that point. Thanks a lot, dude. Okay, fine. I just went shopping, reached into one of my grab, we grabbed a can of tuna fish out of one of my bags, opened it up. It had the little pull tab, opened it up, saw him, because you always see him at the next red light, right? Saw him, said, hey, thanks for the smoke, threw the open can of tuna fish through his window, and it hit both of them. And it was like the tuna fish in oil, okay? The olive oil tuna fish, the stinky, delicious stuff. Yeah, that was all over it. Good luck cleaning that, you freaking hillbilly douchebag, you coal rolling fuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, that happened. That's how I deal with things. Yeah, he chased me a little bit. I pulled over, and of course, when I, when I pull over, they drive off. Pussies. Pussies! You're all a bunch of pussies when you're behind the wheel or behind the keyboard. So anyway. If you, if you want to be big and bad, do it in person. That's all I'm going to say. Let's go back a few decades when that mattered. You'd kick the shit out of each other, and then sometimes you'd end up friends, or at least things would be solved. Nowadays, you kick the shit out of somebody. Either you go to jail, or they come find you and shoot you. It's a pussy society, and I hate it, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. There's too many evil rabbits down there. I don't want to deal with evil rabbits right now. I want positivity. And now, since you know my top five things that I dislike severely about van life, especially you, <laughs> And you is a broad spectrum. It's just everybody who pisses me off on the road. It's just, there's a lot. And I'm an easily piss-offable person. It takes a lot to get me fired up and angry and ready to freaking throw down. It takes That's almost impossible to get that out of me, believe it or not, even though I'm like maniacal on this podcast. It takes a lot to get me pissed off. And people do it all the time on the road. Oh, smokers. Like, oh, ugh. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's a different podcast too. 
the uh, everything on the small blue dot podcast has been pushed back twice, two weeks. Um, I just haven't had time. We're filming a movie, man. I barely had enough time to do this. It is now almost eight o'clock. I got to be in the middle of a park filming a scene with a religious prostitute uh, feeling up Vinny in three hours. So yeah, got to kind of wrap this one up in about 10 minutes. And speaking of Vinny, I got to get him over here too. But I'm going to give you the top five things I love. I'm using the word love here. Love. Like caress love. Like fondle the balls love. Like, like, uh, like a wonderful Planet Fitness shower love after being a smelly, stinky, dank-ass, gross nomad for a week. <sighs> number one. Or number five. I'm going to do a countdown. So number five. This lifestyle, this van lifestyle forces me, and I've done it for about two years, full-time for three months, okay? But it forces me, forces me to find adventure every single day. I wake up around 6 o'clock, 5. I wake up between 5.30 and 7 every single morning. Depends on what I did the night before. And I wake up, I usually make some coffee in the jet boil. Haven't done that yet, need to do that. And I take the window shades down. I give myself a little wet wipe shower, spray some rose water in the face, put on some deodorant, some fresh clothes, which all my clothes are clean now, except for what I'm wearing, which is great. Just did laundry. And then I'm just kind of going, okay. Even if I'm parked in one place for a couple weeks, even when I get up to Tennessee and my main focus is putting this movie together, even then I have to wake up and go, you know what? I got to go do something. And it's even better when you're at a Cracker Barrel in the middle of some city that you've never been to because you're going to learn that city. Even if it's for five minutes, you're just going to drive around and go, okay. You, you're forced to find adventure. And that is one of my favorite things about being in a van full time. I wake up and I go, all right, like today, we're going to go film a segment for a movie and then we're going to go to Las Vegas overnight. It's going to be it's going to be a fun day. Simple as that. Number two, or number four, number four, counting down, number four, that was five, this is four. Um, my job <laughs> is so much fun on the road. This job was fun when I had my house, when I went back, when I'd film, 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 film on the road, then go back and edit for weeks. But it wasn't as much fun. I own a Psy TV which is a streaming television network, much in the vein of Netflix and Hulu and all the others. Uh, but we're independent and we film 100% of all of our own shows. Nobody else does that. Nobody on this small blue dot does that. Nobody in the earth, nobody in the earth, nobody on the earth, nobody above and around the earth or in the galaxy does what we do with a side TV. You can get a side TV right now. For five bucks a month, it's a subscription-based deal. Just like the other ones, I pay 30 bucks a month on Hulu. I pay, what, $19 a month for Amazon. We're only asking for five. Finsky, Fanato. So do it. Get it. ASYTV.com, AsyTV.com, or find us on Roku. Those are my two favorite places to watch. It is available other places. And uh, find us. Get us. Watch us. Binge us. Tell me what you think. Cool. A lot of food, a lot of travel, a lot of documentary series and popular names, homegrown talents. I know you're going to dig this. It's the little streaming television network engine that could. And we don't give a shit what people want. We don't care about cancel culture. We don't care about, there's no religion, no politics, none of this garbage. We don't glamorize serial killers. We don't do any of that stuff. We just tell stories. Full ad campaign coming soon. All right. Number three, people, places, and things, man, every single damn day, every single day, everybody, I meet a new person. I'll say 80% of them are awesome, and I make new friends almost every single day, or I get to see old friends every single day. It's, today, I get to see my buddy Jason and film with him. I get to see, hang out with Vinny and Julie again. I get to see my friend Ariel, uh, who I've had a crush on forever. She's beautiful. And I, I get to see them and film with them. Yesterday, I got to film with my friend Bruce. And I got, to see, I got here and got to see Ron Hardman at Kilroy's and everybody that works here. The day before that, we're in Amarillo. I got to meet Kix, the waiter up there that we filmed with. I got to meet the, Jay Massengill, his family and the kids and everything. I... 
every single day, every day, people, places. Last night, Amarillo, Big Texas, Cadillac Ranch. That was yesterday. Uh, was that yesterday? No, two days ago. Uh, today, Colorado Springs, Kilroy's Workshop. Uh, I'm telling you, man, every single damn day. Things, souvenirs, cool things on the side of the road, roadside attractions. I mean, every single day, people, places, and things, and I love that. Number two, I sleep way better. Oh, speaking of loud-ass motorcycles and shit, I sleep better in this van than I ever have in my entire life. I do. I get a full six to eight hours every single night, and I wake up rejuvenated. I feel healthier. Uh, my blood pressure is better, and I got to take my blood pressure medication. I actually forgot last night. Um, yeah, I, I sleep better. It's simple as that. I, I have a very comfortable bed. It's uh, memory foams and springs and everything, and it's hard enough. It's firm enough, but it's soft. Wonderful pillows. It's dark in here. I turn on the fan. That, that's the white noise that I need. And for some reason at home, I had a $1,000 mattress that I just couldn't get comfortable on, and uh, I would hate it. I'd wake up 15 times a night, go peeing or walking around or get going back to work and it sucked and I'd wake up miserable the next day so I sleep and I know a lot of you that are in vans or RVs or nomads that you sleep better for some reason you just do and I, I, I'm very grateful for that very freaking grateful and I look forward to sleeping time I never did before when I had the house I'd stay up to three four five in the morning sometimes it's 24 hours a day working or thinking, or just rotting, and I, I don't know why, I don't, I just didn't look forward to nighttime, I felt like it was a waste of time, but now, with all the sun on my face all day, and just walking around, and getting my steps in, all the filming, all the excitement, the adventure, when six o'clock rolls around, I park the bus, man, I, <laughs> I park the van, and I start just getting ready for bed. Six o'clock is usually when I like to park. Now, when I'm doing long road trips, that's impossible. But I still like to be ready for bed, set up for bed around six o'clock and pass out around eight or nine. That is my ideal situation now when I sleep. And when I do, I sleep great. And number one, are you ready for this? Are you ready for number one? I don't think you are. Tell me, prove it to me right now. Prove it to me. Say Brandon Bishop with the Van Life Podcast, also the Everything Under This Pill, Everything on This <laughs> Small Blue Dot Podcast, the owner of a side TV. I got a travel app coming up. You know, I'm a hard person to impress. You know, I really am. I got books out there. I've recorded albums, and I'm a very, very talented, important human being. I like to think. Um, and I want you to, to, to impress upon me that you're ready for number one. Because I'm going to go wake up Vinny here again in a second and uh, bring his ass over here to talk about his van life so far. Okay, I know you're ready because I'm ready and I want to talk to Vinny. So, And it's pretty simple. I'm just going to say the, uh, the, the two words that it is. And that's it. I, I think you can gather from these two words what I'm talking about. Ultimate freedom. Simple as that. Ultimate freedom. That is the best thing about van life. I'm living somewhat off the grid. I mean, I got two cell phones sitting here and a computer, so they can track me anytime they want, but ultimate freedom. No house, no rent. In my case, my kids are grown up. I'm single. No pets anymore, unfortunately. Marcy Cat left me, but, you know... Um, I can do whatever the F I want to do right now. I can. My mom reminds me that all the time when I talk to her. I talk to my mom hour or two a day. That's just a relationship we have. We're best friends. Ultimate freedom. It's great. I got to go wake up Vinny. Hang on. Pause real quick. Pause. Stop. <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. I walked over to the van. <laughs> I thought I saw them moving in there, but I, I don't think that was them. Because um, they are conked out. It is 8.09 a.m. at the moment. I know they got up earlier this morning and went on a poop run. They 
went to the gas station and did some pooping. And I peered into the window and they were all snuggled together. It was like kind of one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever seen. And I didn't want to wake him up. <laughs> I felt really bad. Oh man, I don't know what to do because I really have to end this and upload it and be done with it. Maybe I'll save it for next week. I just texted him. I'm hoping I woke him up. It says delivered, but doesn't say read. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to save it. We're already at an hour anyway. And me and Vinny get to talking. So I'm going to go ahead and save it for now. We've talked about some good stuff. I got, I got my stuff out there. Next week, I will do a full interview. I'll still be with him. I'll do a full interview with Vinny, and uh, I'll just have him co-host the entire episode. We'll see about that. Ah, just, it was so cute. They were just like all snuggled up, and just it was, it was so beautiful, and I didn't want to wake him up. Man, all right. Let me check the phone. No, they're out. <laughs> and we got to start filming in three hours. I, I can't hold it off, and yeah, it's just... Sorry if you're looking forward to hearing that. Uh, you can still look forward to hearing that next week. And uh, this is Brandon with the Van Life doc, uh, documentary. What the freaking hell? The Van Life podcast. The living in a freaking van, man. This is it. All right. Leaving you now. And I got to go pee in a bottle. So love you. Be safe. Be respectful to each other on that long, never-ending road. And I'll see you on it. Bye. They're so cute.